I mean, there were people would call me and say that my life was in danger and then hang up the phone. People would call me and like say, uh, hey, if I tell you this, uh, I'll be killed. And I'm like, well, don't tell me. Click. You know, I mean, it was uh, it was it was constant. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of HollerCast. My name is Josh, and we are here again today with a fantastic guest with some awesome conversations that I can't wait to get into. Please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, turn on the notification bell. That really helps with the algorithm, and that will get this show out there to more people. Um, and I'll turn it over to Chase. I'm Chase, and Josh, this might be the coolest first two guests we could have possibly wished so. for. And this guy so. was one of the first people that we thought about, Yep, right? Yep. So today we got Mr. Jimmy Henshaw. He's an involved member of the community uh, that has a passion for spruce pine and wants to see it grow. And he's put his money where his mouth is. He's the mastermind behind the Toe Jam Festival and the Spruce Pine Alien Conference and Expo, as well as a major figure figure in the push for the Spruce Pine Skate Park. Yep. So, Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome, man. Hey, glad to be here. And uh, I, th I think you summed it up nicely. You know, I kicked off a lot of projects. I'm a busy man, but uh, I... I just like stirring the pot, you know. I love this little town. Um, born and raised here. It's so funny. During the Toe Jam Festival planning phase, um, there are people... For some reason, there was a lot of, like, pushback against that. And there's a lot of pushback against the Alien Festival, too. But um, there's a lot of people telling me to go back where I came from. I said, that's cool. Deer Park's right over there. So I was like, be happy to. I love Deer Park's Great Lake. So you got pushed back on the, on the Alien Fest. Oh God. Yeah. It was, I was, that was, um, really strange. Um, death threats, people driving by the house. Um, wow. Yeah. Threatening letters. Holy um, cow. I, I want to that. say that surprises me. But somehow it doesn't. You know what's what the odd thing about it is? It wasn't local. Really? This was people from Greenville, South Carolina, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Atlanta. Really? I mean, there were people would call me and say that my life was in danger and then hang up the phone. People would call me and like say, uh, hey, if I tell you this, uh, I'll be killed. And I'm like, well, don't tell me. Click. You know, I mean, it was uh, it was it was constant. Do you think that's a result of just wading into those? Waters with the whole yeah, alien I, thing, or you tap into a unique element uh, subculture. Because quite honestly, I thought you were going to say it was going to be like a religious, maybe a local religious you know pushback or something like no, that. No, the churches like gave me tons of support. Wow, that I mean, and it wow. was it was the outpouring from the community um, was surprising. Dellinger's bookstore at the time. Super supporters. I, I think a lot of that, I mean, has to do with people know me or know my mom and dad right. grew up here. And they understand that it wasn't because that I'm some um, just weirdo out here trying to, to break things. Really what I did is when uh, I'm a businessman. So when that Bigfoot festival happened in Marion, mm -hmm. it brought 20,000 people and a million dollars of revenue to Marion in one day. That's insane. And mm. Zan um, 
sister. I don't know if you guys know Zan, but love Zan. Zan and I were hanging out at Whitson's building as we're known to do and talking about it. And he said, um, you need to do something like that, or we need to do something like that. Spruce Pines, they have Bigfoot Festival. What have we got? So I literally did like, this is no joke. This is how it all started. I did five minutes of research mm -hmm. on Google in Mitchell County. And I quickly found out that this is the truth. This is documented. I've got the whole documentation. <laughs> there are more UFO sightings in Mitchell County than the rest of North Carolina combined. Wow. That's, That's not the first time I've actually heard that. Yeah, and I mean, the research wow. is there. Um, I don't know if it's the water. I don't know if it's just us. We're different. I don't know if it's the crystals in the mind. The psychedelics we all what? take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Whatever your poison is. But regardless of the, the, the what, that was the facts. Hmm. So I was like, okay. And I'm an acronym guy, so I was like, all right, aliens. Then that dark sky telescope, you know, we're one of... Only two dark sky observatories in the south, and now we're right. the only one with a planetarium oh, on site. That's an incredible facility. It's incredible. Me, me and Josh were talking about that like uh, a couple days ago, actually. Yep. That, that I don't, you've never been there. No, no, I've not. Um, I've never looked through the telescope, but I've been to the planetarium several awesome. times. If you've never been, you need to go. No, it's, the, it's a, a it, great it's something thing. else. And I, I love the repurposing of the you know the landfill. They're finding another use for the space. Love they it. Can't really build on it, so they found a, a way to be creative there so and then there was uh, out bear creek i don't know if you know but there's another observatory station out bear creek yeah the willis yeah observatory, willis observatory yeah. out there so all the stuff started coming together and i was just like doing some research and i had the tv on looked up and ancient aliens was on tv that show on the <laughs> history channel or whatever and i was like then my marketing mind started kicking in and i was like all right spruce pine ufo spruce pine alien and then i was like wait a minute and then the whole i can get these these guys from the History Channel to come here. Yeah, you, what, what was the guy's Mike name? Barra. Yeah, Mike Barra. The other guys were tied up because I reached out to all of them. Um, I couldn't get George. I, I can't probably say his last name, Sukunus or whatever. The guy with the hair on his yeah. right, right. <laughs> they all had scheduling conflicts, but he was free because he was on a book tour. He was actually in New York and headed to Florida, and this was a great stopover for him. Yeah. So I made some calls, and literally within five minutes, I was on the phone with like two of the guys from the show. And they just had scheduling conflicts, but I just ask questions. I'm, I'm again. I just call people, and you never know if you don't make the call. You can't get the right. yes for right. the question. So anyway, so I started talking, and I was like, "All right, Spruce Pine Alien Conference and Expo Space. It all fit together and, and kicked it off." And then I was going to continue it, and then COVID happened, and then delayed it for a couple of years, and then just my career has just been on fire, and. Um, the lady from Southern Shows, uh, Aaron Holman, was going to take it over. He's a big comic guy. Mm -hmm. um, has a he does a lot of comic festivals. He's going to take it over, and then um, something happened, and she's taking it over. And I hope she does a great job with it. I'll support her. I'm glad. I, my mission was accomplished. I wanted to prove you can do anything. Yeah, you just got to do it exactly. And contrary to popular belief, the town, the county. They didn't support me financially, and I don't, I don't blame them. I understand their position. I'm not saying I agree with it, mm -hmm. but they absorbed a lot of soft costs that people don't see mm -hmm. with the festival: trash right, pickup, right, right. you know, bleachers, uh, snow fences, organization, right. law enforcement. They absorbed a lot of costs that people don't see um, right. behind that. I had a ton of support, and I think they supported. And as we all know, if you start 
getting the town and county to give you money for a festival, then taxpayers get upset, justifiably so. Right. Sure. Right? And especially if they didn't know this from me from Adam. So anyway, Space Festival happened. Huge success. Um, it was it was a lot of work. I don't think I slept for like three or four days doing that whole thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I was yeah. just so exhausted because you can't find help. Yeah. You can't pay people to come to work. You sure can't get them to volunteer. Right. Yeah. Um, but I had a core group of like eight, ten people that were always there. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we were there, Jeff Harding came to me. He's like, you know, this whole music part of this. He's like, what about doing a music festival? And what was it? Six weeks later? Yeah. Six weeks later, we did Toe Jam. Yeah. And. So it literally the the genesis of that was just Space right festival. just right there right there Jeff and I were so you organized literally that whole thing in six weeks six weeks wow wow and the space festival I started planning it February the second and it went off the first week of June so wow. this whole thing you need a Gosh. month a year to plan and all that yeah. stuff yeah bullshit yeah, yeah. if yeah. you're driven you can do it in six weeks yeah right if you do it well you can probably do it in three months. If you want to do it at a comfortable pace, yeah, it probably takes a year. Yeah. And I'm a maniac. I don't believe in comfortable. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> right, and right. go. So, That's why we all love you, Jamie. Well, and you don't have, you don't give people time to find something to complain about. Mm. That's a really good point. You just do it. That's a really good point. You know, with the Toe Jam thing, I'm like, I'm going to put on a rock show. Look, I'll put go on the record saying this. Everybody knows this. I hate bluegrass. I right. absolutely hate it. I don't like it. The, the sound of it is just, I, I, I born and raised here. Yeah. I appreciate it. I can watch people play it all day. If it's on the radio, it's all I can do to rip the radio off because I can't stand the sound of bluegrass. Mm-hmm. I'm a metal guy. Everybody right. knows I'm a metal guy. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, so I want to bring a rock As show. I wear a bluegrass shirt on the I, podcast. Look, yeah. A local it. bluegrass from Town Mountain from Asheville. <laughs> look, if Jody, if Jody Loveless was Shout here, out Town he would slap me in the face right now. For <laughs> right, 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 right. And I love him for it because he's not wrong. Just because I feel that way doesn't mean I'm right. I just right. don't like it's it. Just it's just not opinion. my sure. thing. Yeah, I agree. But I appreciate 100%. it. Just like I like acid jazz and a lot of people can't tolerate it. So my watch shouldn't be. Maybe I'm just on fire. I'm electric. Did that again? Yeah, it went away with the iPad. Okay. Oh, Dang, wild. that's crazy. So, but the toe jam thing. Oh, you got to put it back. You know, I just love rock music, but I did make, I did make considerations for what I felt would be appropriate for the town, mm-hmm. and the vision for me was. I grew up here, and I started sneaking out playing in bands at 15 years old. Mm, yeah, I literally stole moonshine out of my dad's patrol car. That was evidence, <laughs> and I gave a guy moonshine. What's the, what's the statute of limitations now? Can you say that? <laughs> He's retired. It is what it is. There's no proof. Except right. under proof. But I traded a guy moonshine to take me over to Johnson City to play my first gig in a bar at 15. Wow, may have been 16 at that time. I've slept since then, but uh, I didn't think that he'd be in the parking lot drinking the whole time, the moonshine that <laughs> I gave him. supposed to bring you back. So after we played our little opening gig or whatever, I was in one of those I Hate My Dad punk bands at the time, mm-hmm. right? And uh, which I didn't hate my dad, which is the funny thing about it. I love my dad, but you're a ragey kid, right? Mm-hmm. So I got out there and dudes passed out, so I ended up driving a, like... 72 Ford Torino over Iron Mountain without a driver's license or anything. <laughs> wow. So, but anyway, I was like, I want to 
I want to showcase local talent. I yeah. know a lot of people in our town can't ever afford to go to rock shows. I've had the fortune to see Motley Crue, Kiss, Lenny mm-hmm. Kravitz, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, everybody. I've mm-hmm. seen everything. Yeah. I've seen it all. And I had that, and I was like, people here don't have a lot of money. So like, I want it to be free. I want to give them a rock show. So I spent the money and got a huge professional stage. I mean, that stage that was here toured with White Zombie yeah. after it left here. Wow. Yeah. So it's a touring stage. And I wanted to get as much local talent as I could. So we got a lot of talented folks here. I mean, like you, you really and you're an awesome drummer, too. And when you grow up here, you have nowhere to play. Right. Yeah. And now I'm not taking credit for this. I just think it's the right time. So don't misunderstand. I just think mm. it's the right thing at the right time. But look how many places have live music in Spruce Pine now yeah. after Toe Jam. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It it really boomed after that. Well, you know, I identify with that because, you know, when when I was young, you know, me and Aaron Buchanan and Justin Hallfield, you remember that mm-hmm. whole with yeah. Cheapskates and yeah. all that. Live music works here. It mm-hmm. does. I can tell you it that does. firsthand. It really does. Yeah. And, you know, it may be crusty punk rock like we had, mm-hmm. but we Which did a awesome. great, but we did a great job with it mm-hmm. like we and shout out Aaron Buchanan that he yeah. was the master he was the brains and Dude, the place was the, awesome. the hands and the feet behind all that and yeah. and I won't ever forget that and I think you're touching on something I think it really does work here and it does and you know back to whether I I like bluegrass or not the fact we got the bluegrass festival here is huge mm-hmm. and I wanted to double down on that I mean, I mentioned earlier when we were talking kind of pre-show about the Michael Jackson tribute band. Mm-hmm. I want to go that route. I want to have pop acts here. I want to yes. I want to yes. mix it up. I want to have bro country, even mm-hmm. though it's also I not my favorite. Right. Mine, me too. <laughs> but, me too uh, but a, lot, a it, lot of people love it, though. They do. It's basically 80s hair metal. With a, it's like the 80s hair ballads is con- with the country twang. Right. Yep. But, with uh, a fiddle and a slap still. Exactly. That, that's all it is. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's cool, but it ain't about me. It's about right. this town is fueled by the arts. Yeah. Right, let's break it down on that, like, for a minute and talk about, like, the history of this area, the mountain Appalachian culture. So true. Everybody was banjos on the front porch, yep. picking acoustic mm. guitars, Penland School, the arts and crafts, the gym mining here, all the uh, textile uh, stuff here. It's a history of the arts. More craft, but I consider mm. music a craft and an art. Depending oh, on music what was you're a doing. huge part of this community it from always the has very been. beginning. Mm-hmm. How many churches, you know, have live awesome musicians yeah. every Saturday. Yeah. We were talking about, you know, me and Josh were talking about the other day, how many, almost every musician I know that's especially from around here started, started in church. church. Yeah. yeah. I did. I mean, I know almost my mom every did, one of them. My dad did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Music's alive here. It is. Mm-hmm. And there's something magical about this area. Again, back to the water, the crystals, the UFO silence. I don't know what it is. We're an artsy people. Mm-hmm. Think how many craftsmen we've had here. Yeah. You know, B. Hensley Studio, Woody's mm-hmm. Chair Shop. Ray Dellinger. Mm-hmm. Luther and his clocks. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, it just goes on and on. The, the arts are like, we should be capitalizing on it. Yeah. A thousand percent. We should percent. be capitalizing on it and I remember, pushing it. I remember... When I was young, I remember walking into the, uh, what is the Twisted Laurel Art Gallery yeah, downstairs, yep, yeah. downtown, and I saw a piece of um, John Littleton's mm-hmm. glass blowing where he had literally blown a human face into a glass block. 
complete with the like the eyebrow details, mm-hmm. uh, the eyelashes. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen, wow. and that made a huge impression on me. It's like, oh wow, like it's more than just because I think a lot of people around here don't know what we're, they're looking at. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't, it. they don't understand. And we, you know, we talked to Alex Glover last week. We don't understand what we're sitting on. Oh, I know, right? We really don't under we don't understand the power and the, really the importance, the importance of this important. area. Like it's, and I think that's going to become a theme probably of this whole it should thing that we're doing. The value here. of this well, area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is important about it. And I, I like the, the the story behind the holler cast uh, naming, but but it's so accurate. It's because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I might have taken I, I might have internalized again. I'm a marketing guy, but I might have internalized <clears throat> the message because it's not just uh, a holler cast. We're all screaming. Hey, we got to move forward. You yeah, know, we're actually yeah. hollering from the hollers. Like we are. Look at us, yeah. man. Yeah. Because it's it's a magical place. My whole thing with growth and progress and the space festival and Toe Jam, and I do a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. I've got other projects I'm working on. Um, you know, that my wife's a huge contributor to this community, but she's quiet. She's and I are very different. I'm a very in your face person. Mm. She's like actually getting shit done that matters yeah. but um the the interesting thing is that there's just so much here right now i just my only concern my only and it's i think this is everyone's concern we've got to progress but we've got to preserve what makes this us. simultaneously yeah. yeah 100 that's the whole yeah, 100%. thing 100 percent. so i you know i toyed with the idea of running for commissioner or something and then i realized mm. like i don't ever want my hands tied by uh, a pol- political label and they would be that's, that's right a thousand percent i get more yeah. done by just like just to, doing it if i'd put together toe jam six weeks somebody would have said oh he's using county funds or he's like taking advantage because he's related to somebody and i ain't related yeah. to nobody here i'm just a, a no-name hillbilly like the rest of us but uh the thing is like i want to operate behind the scenes but when I was toying with the idea of running for commissioner, my whole platform was going to be progress through preservation. That was my whole, but that's what I live, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm, mm. I'm pushing the needle and I hope I'm inspiring people. And, uh, I think, I think what I started out to do, I accomplished because more people are trying to put on festivals. More people are trying to do mm-hmm. something mm. to help. And then we got a ton of freaking negative people out there as i mentioned to you earlier they're taking mm. me off so. yeah it seems like there's there's an overabundance of negativity mm. everywhere in the public space but for sure and it's you know we all seem to or i do anyway i seem to like hyper focus on national level um, events and politics but when you look at local level stuff too it's it's the same it's it right is. there it's the well, same and that's really what matters it is it is local is way more important than yeah. national level stuff I think especially during during Trump, it, it was one of those things where it was like a, a show, like mm-hmm. a dog and pony show every day. And you couldn't do anything but paying attention to it. Yeah, you and quite honestly, I found myself like looking so much at that that I was ignoring what happened on the community level. Yeah. And, I'm you know, I've been reminded through doing, you know, things like this and, and starting something like this, the how important that is. Yeah. It's unbelievably important that we pay attention to what's going on locally. And, 
unfortunately that negativity that you see in the in the infighting and the you know the clash that you see on the national level has now made its way to yeah. the local level yeah right and it's only a matter of time before it did i mean but fueled but mostly by social media it is and what's funny is social media gives voice to negativity mm-hmm. and it doesn't fuel action right no. it, no. it fuels complacency because you can't be showing up to support the businesses when you're at home or on your phone typing your complaints. Right. Yeah. You know, and that, that's exactly. th- that's the thing that I, I I would challenge people to do in our community. This is an easy thing to do. If there's a free festival, or if there's a free event in town, go, go, mm-hmm. just show up. Yeah. And if you if you love the social media. Take a bunch of freaking pictures and Live post them it. online. Yeah. Live stream it on Facebook. Go into businesses, and even if you're too broke to buy anything, I get it, man. I understand. I've been there. If you're too, Take a photo of it, post it online, that somebody else might see it who does want to buy something yeah, from a local that's business. That's so true. It's not hard to support people. You just, just got to show up. Yep. That's my um, one of my biggest gripes is, and we talked about this before the show, about the negativity piece. I... I love criticism. I love when people criticize me because that, if it's well constructed or if it's based in some form mm. of reality, it makes me think and challenges me to be a better person, yeah, or sure. make better decisions, whatever. I love criticism. Negativity, I, I have. There's no call to action. There's no. It doesn't move anything forward. It is just a weak way out. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're dropping the mic. Everybody thinks they're saying the most revolutionary literary statement in the world some on online i'm speaking of people say something like oh well that's a terrible idea because this 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 and we tried that and forget about it it's all sucks everything sucks Mm -hmm. instead of like maybe using if you've even had a bad experience maybe use that to advise people who are trying to do something different to avoid pitfalls try to help there's ways to turn that around negativity i'm sick of i'm over it well, I've also, you know, one thing, Jimmy, with you is, you know, you've put your hands on the plow and done it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've long said, if you got the vision, you got the job. You yeah. know, a lot of people want things. A lot of people want, you know, things from the town. They want things from the county. Well, you know, I was talking to Jeff Harding today, you know, have have you volunteered to pick up trash? Have you? And I'm not saying I'm. I'm honestly speaking yeah. to the choir. Yeah, oh, like I'm a busy guy, just like everybody else. But you know what I mean. I could probably take some time out of my busy schedule to do something menial like that. Those things mean things. Yeah. And you see yeah. the members of the community that are out there doing it. Yeah. And I wouldn't dare. I would say I wouldn't dare hate on those people at all because those are the people, the wheels yeah. that drive what we do here. Well, it's not always glamorous either. It's not. Yeah. But no, you know, very rarely is it glamorous. No. I don't care if you pull an Ingalls parking lot and grab a shopping cart that's rolled over to Jeff Gooch's place and push it back on the lot. Right. I don't care if you just do that. Mm-hmm. If you pick up a, a, a plastic bottle and throw it in the recycling or whatever, just any one positive action a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I challenge myself. I uh, and I and I and I, I fail a lot. I fail a lot. But my challenge myself is to positively impact 
one person every day of my life. Mm. Sometimes that's just calling a buddy of mine and saying, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. Letting number, them know. Can three move a little bit closer? Yeah. Sorry. Am I getting too far away? Yeah, I get all yeah. relaxed, but I try to challenge myself. Try to positively Pull towards you if you want. Yeah. yeah you can lay move. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah there, there you go. go. <laughs> I'll chill, but, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and like I said, I fell about that every day. Cause I'll be on a plane or I'll have some excuse or I'm tired or I was out and, I don't have any excuses, man. I mean, I've, I've been through some hardships in life, but I'm still here. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if you start realizing, like, if you start for a minute, just think how many people in the world don't know where their next meal's coming from, right? Sure. Then let's take another deep breath. How many people in this county mm-hmm. don't know where their next meal's coming from? A lot that more number, than you would like to expect. That's right. Or like to, people's <laughs> like minds. to think. It would blow people's yeah. mind. That the fact that in 2023 minds. we have starving children in this town. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's By the way, insane. Meals on Wheels needs Drivers. volunteers. They need help. Yep. Yeah. Put that out there for sure. <laughs> and that's the kind of programs that serve the underserved. And and you go and talk. I, I've I've spoken to a number of the Meals on Wheels people, and I can tell you right now, um, those are the people you'll find that'll know where the poverty is, yeah. where, the, where the things are that, that are yep. hidden even in this community. Yep. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine who taught... Um, for many years has told me there's many kids that go to school and that meal they get at school is the only meal they get. Yeah. And some of those kids got their deadbeat parents that steal their food and take it back to Walmart for refunds and then buy beer and cigarettes or whatever they do. It blows my mind. If anybody thinks that that's not the reality, dude, go talk to Chief Summerlin for 30 minutes yeah, and ask very him. much the reality. Talk to any Meals on Wheels volunteer. Talk you to talk them. to um, uh, teachers, anyone what, in the what's school the system. guys up here at the end? Um, uh, oh, Neighbors Feeding Neighbors. Neighbors Feeding Neighbors. He's yeah. a good one to talk so to. I'm, He'll I'm tell I'm you. I'm glad you brought them up. Yeah. So I, I want to share a statistic. So, uh, And I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. I'll pull them up mm-hmm. a later date. But... Before Neighbors Feeding Neighbors, Mitchell County was on the top 30 food insecurity counties in North Carolina. Wow. We didn't make the list. We're no longer on that list for food insecurity. So what they're doing is working. That's awesome. Wow. McDowell County is on the list. Really? McDowell County is doing worse than us when it comes to feeding its own people. Holy cow. So that's a positive. Oh, yeah. So those... What they're doing with the food banks, the shepherd staff, the uh, our Catholic Church food oh. bank, First Baptist, everybody, that that to me, that's saying that's what I'm talking about earlier. Show up, yeah. do something. Mm-hmm. Well, and there are positives around and here. You said the right thing. If you have the vision, you got the job. Yeah, just do it. Yep. I I had never done a festival in my entire life. Seriously, ever before yeah. a space festival ever. Really? Never done That's a festival crazy. in my entire life. Never even been involved with a festival. Never been around any planning. I just started with this word safety. I wanted to be safe. And I went down the list what I was trying to accomplish from there. Yeah. I've never done a festival in my life, ever. And what's funny, and I, I share that because the feedback I got is... Most people thought I'd planned it for a very long time, and I did this for like a I did. or something. Right, <laughs> so, I did. Yeah, honestly, honestly I, I would have thought that too. Never, done I did. It in my I life. thought that. I thought that this was that's something you just did. 
That's, what is your background in, Jamie? What What do you do? I mean, yeah, I mean, you sure. don't have to go into great no, detail, but what do you do for a living? It's It's really, it's really uh, uh, kind of boring. I sell technology to retailers, and you've seen a camera or a cash register, self checkout machine, digital signage, security systems, any technology that's in a retail national accounts. I sell them that stuff. Wow, awesome! At a national level. So I travel throughout the country, just going to corporate headquarters, meeting with uh, national retailers, and in short, I'm Big Brother. Nice, <laughs> always watching. Yeah, it is. Always <laughs> watching. It's a lot deeper than than people think. It's not oh, quite CSI. Imagine. Yeah, um, it's worse. Yeah, I started to say it's far more nefarious than it, CSI. It, it's worse. Everybody is. Uh, no one, you know, no, no one cares about your privacy. No one cares about what you're doing in your personal life, but they do care how much you're spending in their location and how do they get more money out of your wallet. Yep. yep. Wow. That's all. That That's what drives all of it. Right. Um, there are some that do it better than others. There's some that do it great. And there's some that really care about safety and security. Um, and I've, I've seen it push more that what that way in the past couple of years. But uh, the. It's interesting. Technology's changed everything. COVID changed everything. So I got a it did. heavy technology background. COVID changed everything. But funny caveat that whole story. I got my start at Whitson's Electric. I worked for David Whitson pulling wire. Really? Yeah. Shout out David Whitson. That's it. It's my boy right David there. And Stephanie. I, great I people. Everything I am pillars today, of this community. <laughs> I owe everything I am today to David Whitson. Yeah. All well. my skills. Now I took the foundation. He let me uh, learn there and grew and grew and grew it. But uh, I mean, I don't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I've been to college, but I didn't finish. Having kids young kind of changes your life. Sure. Um, but I've always worked hard, and. Um, it's just like you said, there's opportunity in this world. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. Well, there's opportunity here in this county. A hundred percent. We, we learned it. that last week for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We were Alex. talking about with Alex how, how many like high-tech jobs there are right here just in the mining industry. Mm-hmm. Like it's unbelievable Yep, the opportunity that yep. you have here. And I, I, don't, I really don't think people – people have to invest – in the community. And if you can't invest financially, show up. I think you invest, yeah, you invest with your Support. your time and yeah. your your attitude and your, you know. Attitude. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to attitude. negativity, um, you know, negativity, getting online and beating on your keyboard is a way for them to, or a way for me, because I do it too for everybody. I won't say them, but a way for us <laughs> to... Do nothing but feel like we've done something. Mm-hmm. False I think sense of accomplishment. It is. It is yeah. a false sense of accomplishment. You feel like if you make a uh, a, a wise ass remark, a witty remark, right, get right. the last word, you've accomplished something, and you've not done anything of value. No. Think how many communities this size throughout the country are having the same complaints, the same right. arguments. Sure. I tell you, I travel everywhere. Sure. And uh, I'm every, every every major city all the time. I was in Austin, Texas this week. Uh, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia, I think next week. Minneapolis, Minnesota, just a couple weeks before that. I was in Myrtle Beach last week. Um, I'm all over. The, yet, I can't wait to get home mm-hmm. every weekend. Mm. I'm spoiled. 
when I grew up here, I really thought that the Andy Griffith show was the story of me and my dad in right. Spruce Pine. Mm-hmm. We'd go to Day's Drug. I'd go to the news center, buy my comic books, go fishing at Deer Park Lake. My dad was a cop. I mean, it was like Mayberry. <laughs> right. And you I literally I, lived Andy yeah, Griffith's I, show. I, I did. I literally <laughs> did. And I and I, I think back real hard, look at pictures like, okay, was I distorted? Did I have a, you know, I remember things different. They get Rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Does yeah. I remember yeah. misremembering it? Um, and to a degree, obviously I was. I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was better. But uh, but the problem is, and, and with that mentality, that's a failure to think about how it was. Here's the pictures of how it was. This look how great, how awesome. Mm-hmm. That mean a damn thing now. No, right. it doesn't. It does not. I don't care that Hickey's supermarket was uh, Rexel Electrical, you know, back in the right. day or whatever it was. Or there was a bowling alley where the uh, habitat was. I don't care about any of that stuff from a progress standpoint. I cherish it from a memory standpoint. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing I will. Forward. That's one thing I will say that I, I do appreciate the people bringing back the history. Yeah, and and, and this is what. Uh, the way I look at this thing is we can we can either choose to fight with one another or we can choose to work together. So if if you really absolutely. want the best for this community, there are things I appreciate about, you know, even some of the not to them, these people, but even some of these the things that I see online, I do appreciate bringing back the history. Sure. It's just a company with a lot of very negative Stuff. Yeah, that's right. Celebrate it. Don't victimize other people or use it Bec- to blame and shame right. people. Right. Because or a lot of things have happened it. in between when yeah. Spruce Pine had its heyday. I think, you know, in particular, Spruce Pine, I mean, you know, you go to these, you know, to like the Middle and Gym Fest when I look through those like history photos and stuff. This was a thriving place. Sure. Like, like, yep. Unbelievably thriving. So, but let's remember also, rural America in general was a thriving it place. Yes, it was. And everybody took a hit. I think a lot of it, too, has to boils down to personal, individual mindsets. And this, this is something that really stuck with me when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Shout yeah. out to Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. If anybody, if, if you've never heard of that book, that out. read it. Okay. Read yeah, it. It is I've an amazing book. There's an audio book on YouTube, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Robert Kiyosaki completely changed the way I think about not just money and business, but the world. But anyway, um, I've seen, and I used to be guilty of this myself, and I still, this is something I, I try very hard not to do, but that you look at a problem and say, well, I can't do that. Okay. You say, I can't do that. That is a definitive statement. So instead of saying, I can't do this, or we can't do this, or this cannot be accomplished, which is a definitive statement, you need to turn that sentence into a question. Mm. How can we do that? Mm-hmm. How can we do this? How can this be accomplished? Once you turn it into a question, it becomes possible. If it's a definitive statement that you can't, it is completely impossible and you will never, ever, ever see it any other way. Sure. Mm. Sure. No, I, I like that thinking. I I operate on something similar and I, 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 I challenge people to do the same thing. When you have a challenge, because I like to choose the word challenge over a problem. When I mean, you're trying to solve sure. a challenge, what is the outcome you seek? That's my favorite question. So 
with whatever you're trying to do, what what's the outcome you seek? Why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing what what do you want to do? You know, and um for us moving this town, Spruce Pine, specifically Spruce Pine, the county at large mm-hmm. is I I'm not disrespecting Bakersville. I'm not. It's just a numbers thing. It's just there's right. more population right. than draw here. But uh, I love Bakersville, too. I'd, I'd love to see more draw there. But how do we move Spruce Pine forward? It's, you know, there's a lot of people are operating in the chicken and the egg mentality that if we had these businesses downtown, we draw all these people. And there's other people like, well, if we had people downtown, we'd open businesses, cater to the people. Yep. And that's it's it's it's. It's just, it's not solving the problem. It's back up to we can't, you know. Mm-hmm. We can't open a business there's no people. We can't get people because there's no businesses. Mm-hmm. How do we solve for that? And I don't know. I've been trying to solve, you know, I was like this whole back to Zan when the whole festival thing started. It's like, we need a festival like that. And he's like, I was complaining about nothing to do. He's like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, you know what, Zan, you are right. What am I doing? I'm, like, uh, I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. But... Everybody's got to act in unison. Back you saying we all got to come together. Yep. If we're going to solve this challenge, if we're going to address this, it's got to be a community simultaneous effort. Mm-hmm. We don't right. need a bowling alley. We don't need um, a one business to save it. It's going to take like a half dozen. Yeah. Businesses or more at a minimum and yeah. solid business plans. Mm-hmm. Well, and Go. you know that. Makes me think of one other thing, too, is people always look to government to solve everything, too, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. local government. Yeah, they do. I, I'm job. telling you right now, it doesn't matter who's in charge. Honestly, largely does not matter. It does matter. But you know what I'm no, saying? No, I do. I do. Somebody like you took the took the reins and just did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And any honestly, any like, what I was getting ready to say when you were talking about it earlier is any festival that's going to be sustainable or any event or whatever, restaurant, business, whatever you want to do, venue, needs to be self-sufficient first. It can't depend on the government. Not everything. The the problems are not largely going to be solved by government. Well, government doesn't produce. And that's what I said. You know, they didn't fund it, and I understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean I didn't want financially the help and could do more with it. Sure. But— and I'm not saying that I'm not going to ask for it in the future, but I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, it just, it, it's not their job. No. It's their job to govern, not fund. Right. Exactly. It's in a handout society. Well, I think the, the ideal model would be you get something up and going, it's self, self-sufficient, then the town kicks into, you know, or the local government might kick in to help. Yeah. That but there's, sure, a lot of you know, you have to ways. prove yourself yeah. first. That's right. You, you got to plan. Yeah. I would say, here's free money. Go have a failed uh, hot dog stand. Well, <laughs> right, the, go- right. the, gov- the government could do. The government can't produce, but the government absolutely can stifle and hinder. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if the, if if we look to government to help with growth, then we need government to um, offer incentives, tax incentives. Mm-hmm. To businesses sure. to come here. Sure, that's really the only way I can think of that they can, they can help to to deregulate rather than um, regulate. regulate or be affirmative. I guess in the yeah, and you know, there's also something people need to put in perspective. Our local officials are just that; they're local officials. Right, they're not 
uh, career city planners, politicians that went right. to college to understand how to run a city or a county. They're, mm. they're our friends and family. Yeah. So they're not going to have all the answers and expect them to have all the answers and make 100% the right decisions is ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, you're never going to happen. They need help. And if you've got a criticism, document it. And offer a solution. Offer a solution and let them yeah. know the outcome you seek. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you've got a problem... Back to my other frustration. If, let's say, the government takes an action, read what that action is, comprehend it mm-hmm. if you don't get someone to help you to, and then believe what that document states. Yep. Because mm-hmm. we said earlier, the problem I see is a lot of times actions taken and people don't read what the action is. So they no. don't understand it. And they build no. a narrative on their belief of what they think a title of a document is. And if they do read it, they may not comprehend it or misinterpret it. And then, or they read it, comprehend it, and just don't care and just blatantly want to get mad about it. Which they're they're right to have all those things, which is frustrating. I think a lot of it goes back to, or boils down to, the fact that we live in a very uh, lazy, clickbaity society. Oh, the whole country. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and it is the the whole world, I think, at this point, the whole developed world anyway, anywhere there's the internet. And social media is to blame for this. And news media as well. But, I mean, you, you get very sensationalized headlines and people read the headlines. They get there. And I used to be super guilty of this myself. I don't do this anymore. I absolutely refuse to do this anymore. Um, and that's one thing. If, if we ever do have any kind of um, discussion on this podcast about uh, local documents, local laws, local regulations, we will absolutely pull up the document itself, not a news article about the document, the document itself. And I will go to great lengths to get those documents so we can read the actual document and get the information straight from the source rather than third party sources that may have an opinion on it and try to drive a narrative because any so any news outlet anywhere is going to be made up of people who have their own biases. But the, the issue of the, the clickbaity um, sensationalized headline has now permeated into the local zone. And that's where you get a lot of people's misunderstanding of what's going on. And that's perpetrated by people or organizations who want to drive a narrative to Mm -hmm. seek a certain outcome. I think Josh, I've personally seen people that I know for a fact are just, they are completely ignorant of what's going on, you know, and they're, and that doesn't mean they're stupid. No, it's very different from, from this particular person was a little bit, a little bit older. Yeah. You know, probably doesn't understand. And they see something like that. Yep. And they just, oh, well, I better share that. Look, everybody's yep. upset about it. Right. And right. when really yeah. that in reality, that's yeah six to eight people that have a very strong opinion and just happen to be social media mm-hmm. active. Right. So, you know, talking about, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big owner. Owner action date. If there's challenges, who's the owner? Fix that. What's the action they're going to take? Once day it's going to be solved. So in that mentality, if you had to look at a percentage of Mitchell County as a whole, what percentage do you think actually want to see it progress positively? Let's just say positively. Positively. You're um, always good at these things, Josh. That's a good question. Um, I think it's. I think it's split 
think pretty, it's pretty evenly. Yeah. I think a lot of people see the past through rose colored glasses with a sense of nostalgia when, oh, yeah. like you said, rural America was booming mm-hmm. and they want to go back to that. And that's moving backwards. Yep. That's not moving forwards. But in order to get us to a place where we could potentially see growth to that point, we're going to have to move forward. I think it's split pretty 50-50, though, I think. I think it personally it's split. I think it is, but I think it's probably more like 30-30 split, and then there's a, like 60 probably don't care. 40, 40 don't care. 40% don't bother yeah. to care. Not that they don't care, mm-hmm. but it's just that they're just leave it alone. They're busy, leave it alone. Um, I got yeah. my life. I, you know, like I see a lot. <clears throat> I wonder often like when like we're out of the moon dust or something mm-hmm. like that, like there's so many people that I know. Where do they go to hang out? Well, that that's a good question. Or do, or do they just stay at the house? I don't, I stay at home. I'm a total homebody. Yeah, I, I you, don't, we should ask you about this. Yeah, you are I, a homebody. I'm a homebody. I stay yeah. out here. I stay here in my home, and I've, you know, I've got my freaky weird snakes and my guitars and right. stuff. I got all kinds of stuff to keep right. me sure. occupied. Um, but that's a good question, and I do think there's there's a lot of places to go hang out here. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily involved in the bar scene. It never really is my thing. Yeah, I right. like to go see live music there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. The bar scene is not really my thing. I don't drink, which, you know, if you drink, it's whatever. I don't care. Um, But I don't personally. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, everybody's got their own interest. What what I'm I'm wondering is what percentage, going back to the percentage and the splits, what percentage of the county is so busy just trying to survive and make it day to day and make ends meet Mm -hmm. that they don't have time? I heard an electronic disconnect noise. I don't know where it came from. Something disconnected. Check, 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 check. Check. Everybody okay? Check. Mics are fine, but I heard something. Oh, that's my email. Sorry. Okay. My, that'll. I'm surprised my phone's not ringing. It's, it's right. always ringing or email going off. Yeah, that that was me. It's all good. So all good. I would say seventy-five percent. They're they're so busy trying to surviving. survive and make ends meet that they they can't. And don't think about these issues. They don't worry about going to a place to hang out because they're working two or three jobs. Um, God, yeah, I think that's, that's the reality. majority of the county right there. Yeah, yeah. Or they're on fixed right. income because yeah. they're elderly. Yeah, or yep. older. I think that's the majority of the county right. All right, there. so that, that's how great it's. So, where are the young people? Did they're they leaving. Leave? When, I, when I say young, they're leaving post high school to thirty five because I'm getting older. There, there's, I, I never see. They're leaving. They're gone. They're not here. I don't know if that, I don't know if that it's as much as you would think. I think there's a lot of people here. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's like, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people go to Johnson City to hang out. I think a lot of people go to Asheville to hang out. If they well, want to hang out. Yeah. I've seen, not to mention anybody, but I've seen a lot of people at home place in Burnsville hanging out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I go to you know, I go which to I don't Johnson blame them. I love home place. I go to John City all the time, yeah. but uh, and you know this about me, I show yeah. up to see every local artist. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't care if they're doing rap, bluegrass. I don't care if I'm in yeah. town. I go support everybody um, that I can, and I, I I just notice like City Drive In is I'm 
often one of the younger people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I, know I don't mean. mean that as a slam towards them. I'm just saying. No, I, that's just the reality yeah. of it. You know, and um, Hef's is kind of mixed. They have younger people, but it's not. It's just a restaurant. Right. It's not like an right. entertainment venue. Right. right. And the way I see it, we've got three entertainment venues between Beer Dock, Moon Dust, and City Drive-In. Um, and sometimes the uh, dispensary has something going on. Mm-hmm. I've never I've, I've been there once because um, they're hours I never understand. But um, there's there's things going on. Yeah. I just, it just disappointed me. I was happy to see so many people showed up for the rapper in town the other day. Yeah, it was, it was great. I wore his T-shirt I was last so week. happy. God, oh, made awesome. me happy. Yeah, yeah it was, and that's he awesome. was good. Yeah. I wish he'd set was about twice as long, but uh, yeah. I get it. And uh um, Tony's actually a pretty good rapper. Yes. Kind of blew my mind. Tony's so. unbelievable. We're gonna have Tony on the podcast. Oh, yeah, you got sure. to. He's, yeah, Tony's he's a, unbelievable. He's a, a mover and a shaker. You yeah. know, he's getting stuff done. So, all right. So next next percentage question, or, or in regards to that, the split. Do you think people are afraid of change? One. Do you think that? They're afraid of change if it's not exactly the way they think it should be. Hmm. Or three, they don't care. I think it's number, I think it's the second one. Yeah, me too. Everybody has their preconceived notions. Yeah. And that's one thing I've I've noticed. There's there's very few people just in the world that, that want their preconceived notions challenged. And I wonder too, like, I guess... (coughs) Instead of a percentage question, my, my question would be, how do we raise the GDP of the household, the average GDP of our households in Mitchell County to a place to where they would care about entertainment. That, that is a brilliant and important question because that's what I've been trying to figure mm-hmm. out. How do we solve for jobs here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not as simple as getting manufacturers here. Because no, it's very much more complicated. Because yeah. manufacturers have wanted to come here. Mm-hmm. And one of their statements is you have an unemployable workforce because mm-hmm. you have so many people on disability, even if they're a working age. Yep. I remember. Uh, but solving for jobs is an important thing to do. Yes, yep. it is. Well, and Alex ta- touched on this and last solving week. solving for housing for those jobs. There's just not enough people here to work. I mean, you know, he, he mentioned you bring um, like one of them, uh, a semiconductor plant here that needs 1,100 people to, to uh, employ. We do not have the people here to and employ. We don't have housing for them. Well, no. we don't. Not only we do not, we don't. not have that, but we don't have that kind of skilled labor here. No, we don't. And that's something we talked about with Alex is, you know, We've got so many, but they're being so many of those jobs, those high tech jobs in the mining field, are being filled by people from outside of here. Yeah, because they're not here. Yeah, because they're not here. And why are we not? Why is geology and uh, mining not like the highest program on the high schools list for training? Why is that not a yep. first floor right. education? And that's kind of Mayland. I think what, what yeah, Mainland, whatever. Yeah. Not just welding, that, yeah. carpentry, but like mining arts mining. or, or right. you know, well, the that's what Alex scientific was, piece of I it. think that's what yeah. where Alex was kind of trying to get at is like to make a program to where, you know, when you come out of high school, you already got some of these things, basic things that you need, which I've, I've said forever. Mainland is a, and I hope to have Dr. Boyd on here yeah, at some point too to great. talk to him. Mayland is a 
invaluable resource and we're very lucky to have a community okay. college mm-hmm. of that but it's you know starting to and, and we're seeing you know growth in that in that area and certainly but i would definitely love starting with the mining yeah it but you know what though happen. if the kids leave they ain't got no students yeah i know it's true we have to keep the kids here to get the students to get the skilled labor to bring industry mm-hmm. yeah and that's as much as I love to solve problems, and I've been working on that one for years, I, I don't, I've got ideas, but I don't have solutions. There's not an easy answer. There's not, all. man. Well, I'll like, tell you, it's it's coming back though. I, you know, I think after COVID, you know, post the post COVID like boom mm-hmm. has been largely in smaller towns oh, because yes, everybody yes. wanted to get out of those well, here, larger towns. You know, larger in America cities. is now funding. With supply chain collapsing, especially China, during COVID, like Dell's, Intel is building one of the biggest cheap chip manufacturing facilities in the U.S. now. Foxconn's building um, the symbols iPhones and other stuff. They're building a plant in the U.S. I will tell you this because my supply chain for my technology is leaving China rapidly Great. because the supply chain's down. That's awesome. So America is in a position at a high level to bring manufacturing back and guess what technology needs that needs to be created clean water yep a lot of energy yep and they also need raw materials like we've got in our Mm -hmm. mountains you know duke power um for a time and this is a lot of people don't know this but western north carolina when all the manufacturing left and the furniture operations shut down all that electric excess energy was being dumped into the ground for a long period of time because it was cheaper to dump it in the ground than change the reroute the infrastructure. That is insane. So, have you ever noticed that Google, Facebook, and Apple's largest data centers are all in Western North Carolina? Siri lives in Lincoln, North Carolina. Wow. Google lives in Forest City. Facebook lives in Lenore. No, I got this reverse. Facebook lives in Forest City, and then Google lives in Lenore. Wow. Their largest data centers in the country are here. Why? Cheapest price per kilowatt electricity in it's the country. Excess of energy, yeah. Cooler temperatures yeah. for the south for this, yep. and fresh water for their cooling systems. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There's a big flat piece of land right up there. It used yeah. to be called Henry Don. It'd be an awesome data center. What? And it's got fresh water access. And those are high-paying technical jobs. I mean, they're yeah. not a lot of jobs, but... Kids could go to mainland to learn computer science to get those jobs. Yep. It's a possible future. A lot of people don't like data centers because of the noise and stuff like that. When I hear the noise of a data center, I hear money being printed. Sure. That's well, all I'm saying. Henry Don wasn't exactly quiet either. No kidding. Right. <laughs> I remember being up here. It definitely was not I quiet. Mean, where yeah. I work yeah. is not quiet. Where yeah. I, Sabelco is very, very loud. Them rod mills are incredibly loud. Well, in the finishing plant, you could get high just driving by, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you drive by Henry Don late at night, like, whoo, whoo. Throw some extra coats on tonight. Yeah. I'm going to float across the river here over to Spring Maid. <laughs> but yeah. It's a, you know, there's there's big problems here, but big problems means big opportunity. Sure. So, oh, that's so. That's yes. That's the way you got to look at it, man. Yeah, I'm into that. I just, I just want everybody to get along, man. I'm like Rodney King. Can't we all just get along? I mean, right. I just really, I, I I don't understand. I love conflict with resolution, mm-hmm, and right. I understand conflict. I don't understand 
This is a complaint. I didn't like the way Taco Bell wrapped my sandwich in the drive-thru because they only got two kids working because nobody showed up. And yep. why eat Taco Bell anyway, you know, or whatever, yeah. if, you, if you're going to be that mad about it. You know, or I went to this restaurant and the service was slow. Another two people working with 20 people in there. It took them an hour to get to me. Just stop. Like, we all live here. These mm-hmm. are our friends and neighbors or their kids or grandkids or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep encourage you know if somebody's yep. got slow service say hey have you tried doing this Get, be a mentor man that's what you're when you're older like me you're supposed to be a mentor you're supposed to be mm. who your dad was to you or and who his dad was to him or to the that time the elders in the community used to keep mm-hmm. us all in line because you were everybody's kid back in the day yeah and i don't know i just the negativity hate gets me mad the misinformation yeah, what is that on um, Ted Lasso? Be curious, not judgmental. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What absolutely. Whitman? That's, that's so true. Yep. Um, I've never got any tattoos, but that's one I actually considered because I think you should be curious. And I, you know, I, I love what you guys are doing here where you're bringing people out and bringing it in the positive. You know, I'm a marketing guy. So when I look at Spruce Pine, we've got Penland School. We've got the purest quartz in the world. That's all I need to sell this town. I'm going to tell you right now. Right. That's all I need. That's more yeah. than enough. Because oh, those yeah. are two yeah. things that don't exist anywhere, anywhere in else. the world. Yeah. They're here. Mm-hmm. Talk about Littleton. Google Harvey Littleton sometime. Look at the impact he had on glass, on mm-hmm. corningware, on dishes, on the space shuttle, on everything mm-hmm. because of Penland. Yeah. People don't know that the lens and the big Palomar telescope was made in Ledger. And a girl we went to school with, his granddad was one of them who built it. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't you know that. Know? It was made in Ledger. Wow. And yeah, Harvey was who I mean. I think I called him John earlier. John's but, his yeah. boy. But, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But John yeah. Deblows, too. It could be either one yeah. of them. Yeah, so, it probably did have. I but think Harvey, Harvey was like though. Yeah. the glass master. <laughs> Sounds funny. But uh, he was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I went to Globe OGM or something there in my head. So. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but anyway, uh <laughs> I, I haven't thought about that. Movie. It went sideways. But, uh, you know, there's so much here. And this rare quartz thing, you know, I'm speaking of minerals, the chamber leaves the, the mineral museum. Everybody thinks mineral museum's closing. No, it's I, not I the mineral just, museum closing, folks. And they've got other tenants mm-hmm. as yeah. options. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a thing. It's business. Stuff yeah. changes. Um, it's just the welcome center, the Chamber of Commerce welcome center. That's right. Yeah, the Chamber's got other options, and they have to work out a deal more. with the Park Service for that's that building right. and all that. So that's and it's a handwritten um, process. Yeah. You can't even make a phone call to do those things. You got to yeah. send that stuff in writing, wait for plots. Anyway, the federal government's hard to work with. We got <laughs> we got great people here. We got great culture historically. We got some problems with our current culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got this gorgeous river through the middle of town. We've got this whole train history. Again, all I need is Penland in the mines, but we've got all this other stuff here. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know that being a tourist town is cool, and I'm all for tourism, and I do think that should be a big push of the town because mm-hmm. that is a model that would work here. But you only got a few months of the year to make money right. at that. Exactly. Limited. Yeah. Unless you get a great bus service up to the ski slopes, you know, the boutique hotel, or, mm-hmm. or if there was another hotel that ran folks up there with the shuttle service, the ski slopes, that could probably be profitable. Well, you know, my mom and dad had the Pine Bridge Inn back in its I remember know, that. infancy and it's remember kind that. of in its heyday. And, uh, 
you know, my mom did an incredible job. Their most of their winter business was, uh, you know, they benefited from having corporate business back sure. in the day with sure. the furniture plants yep. and with CSX in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, that was yeah. most of their through the week business. But uh, mom. You know, killed at marketing ski packages for these people. It was a stu- you know she would put together a package where it included their you know the hotel room, the equipment, the the lift passes, all in one fee, all in one fee. And I have to believe that Doctor Boyd's got that on his brain somewhere. I, I would. He's no if he's not, I would highly encourage him to do so because he, that was her sure. bread and butter on the weekends during the winter for sure. And it you know she did very well at that. You know that makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense because yeah. it's. Ultimately, not that far to sugar. No, no. beach is a little bit no. of commitment just because. And by the it's way, not far, it's there's the not a whole lot of hotels in Banner <laughs> no, Elk to not, this no. day. <laughs> there's not. Here's the thing, though, with, with with tourism, do we want our town to become another uh, Spearville, Tennessee, or another? Uh, because I mean, yeah, there's uh, tourism would bring a lot of service industry jobs, but they're not high paying jobs. They're not. They're not, right. um, They're not skilled labor. It's not skilled labor. It's not going to really increase. It, it will increase the revenue mm-hmm. coming into the town and county, but it's not going to increase the household GDP yeah. in any meaningful manner. That's so true. I agree with you that it needs to be a percentage. It's a component. It is a component. It absolutely it is, is a component. It's the icing on the big cake yeah. that is the business, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but the, the, the really it, it's got to be <coughs> what people get to do when they come see their family that work and live here. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. It's the stuff yeah. for to entertain. Yeah. When your friends come in like mine do from Philly or uh, California or whatnot, and I take them to the city drive in and they, they love the whole shabby chic vibe of that place mm-hmm. when I bring my friends in from all over. And, uh, I mean, it, that's, I'm always looking for ways to entertain people when I bring them here. Yeah. yeah. I'm upset. We lost grassy Creek falls. Yeah. Mm. I mean, especially because, I mean, the county tried to buy it. Right. They did. Um, and it didn't work out. But uh, there's still a lot of stuff to do here. And it's centrally located to, I mean, Switzerland Inn, the Apple Orchard, Table Rock, Wiseman's View, Mount Mitchell, all the mm-hmm. stuff you can operate in an hour drive from here. And it's yep. a gorgeous hour drive if you're a tourist. Mm-hmm. But again, solving for jobs. Like my kid doesn't live here. He's 26. Right. He yeah. didn't live here because what would he do? Exactly. Now, he couldn't right. live here now because he works from home. He's got a remote job, and that's some some things we could attract is Absolutely. remote employees. Absolutely. We should be targeting a lot sure. of those. It's going to be curious. You know, we were having a conversation in my office this week with my team about the return to work, how many offices like uh, – you know, Amazon had 50 buildings, five zero, 50 buildings in Seattle before COVID. I think they're going to come out with 15, one five. Wow. Because when they've completely killed business units and weren't profitable. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're started shrinking because so many people are working from home. Yeah. So I know in my community, Swiss Pine Lake, we've got like, I know at least five families off the top of my head that moved here because their companies in Columbia, South Carolina, Greenville, Raleigh made them remote employees. Mm-hmm. So they moved here. Yeah. And these folks are young. They got yeah. like new babies young. Do you think that's going to be a, um, something that we see more of in the future is remote, remote work. If we you had great gonna, internet. Yeah. I mean, just as a whole, like the America as a whole in the, the Western world, do you think we're going to see a, uh, kind of, a uh, 
going away from the traditional, you know, cubicle nine to five for a while. Yeah. For a while. How do you think that's going to go? Because I'm it's going to collapse after about five years. I kind of figured that too. Um, Here's the thing. Humans are inherently lazy. Sure. And if you don't believe that, why does any restaurant have a drive through? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why does DoorDash exist? And then the next step, why did DoorDash? You were too lazy to get out of your car. Now you're too lazy to leave your house. And I'm just being lazy just for the dramatization of it. I understand it's just convenience. But the the point is convenience rules. So what happens, and I've been – I've managed a lot of people, and I've watched this, and there are certain jobs that are more productive, like I'm more productive from home because I don't have people, hey, Jimmy, did you watch the ball game? You know, sure. what's going on, man? Haven't seen you in a while, wasting hours of my time talking to me. I'm way more productive here. Uh, yeah, but way more. I'm a hindrance to myself because I love to talk, and I love to hear people's stories. So if I'm around people, I just want to talk. So I'm not productive if I'm around mm-hmm. a bunch of people. However... My line workers or certain certain roles, the people who, even if they're doing a data entry job or um, pushing orders through largely paperwork related jobs, they work from home. They're super productive for the first 30 days. Then they're back to productive. They were at the office for the next two months. Then it's a hockey stick decline to where they're super unproductive because mm-hmm. they get comfortable mm-hmm. and they're like. I took the kids to school. I'm going to drink a bottle of wine, watch some soap operas. Then I'll push some orders through. I'll do it whenever. What's it matter? I walk from home. I don't, don't need to do it as long as it gets done. Then it doesn't get done. It takes done. discipline. <laughs> it does, and that's an interesting uh, point. You know, how many people uh, How many people become intoxicated while they're at home doing their jobs? Tons. That's, yeah. Tons. And I, I know when COVID was a thing, like I, I saw a lot of um, – Videos on YouTube of people who would, (coughs) they would. (laughs) There was these apps that would like move the mouse cursor for you and stuff, like show your activity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Click through the open web pages so the VPN shows traffic and all that stuff. Oh, believe me, I know it's 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 a lot. And I will say this also: there's a solution to that, but this is where's the weakness. You're going to have to have really strong managers. And we're taking away managers' ability to manage their people because of feelings. Sure. And crap. Right. And now you can't mm-hmm. fire somebody without warning them three times and giving them all the help they need to succeed. And, you know, when I started managing people, um, it was really simple. I'd tell people if they didn't perform, I'm looking at next week's schedule and you're not on it. Mm-hmm. Well, now if you say that's somebody, you'll get written up, you know, because Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not saying that was the right way to go. I'm just saying that's the way it was back mm-hmm. in the day. And um, strong managers are, are hard to find, hard to keep. And that's what's going to take to make the remote work home. And if manufacturing starts driving back to the U.S., as I start seeing these chip manufacturers and things come to the U.S., those people need to be on the floor so you can make changes rapidly. Sure. In products and shipment process, whatever, and you can't do that. Send out an email. Hope somebody reads it from home. Right. So, no, you can't. You can't. That's an interesting take. I like that. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that it's going to collapse. Five year run, it's going to collapse. Yes, I think so too. Look at WeWork. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at the, uh, just look at Facebook, um, Apple, not so much. Google, 
Amazon, Twitter. HP, Twitter, uh, Oracle, Fiserv. I'm talking people who've had more than 5,000 people layoffs this year. Yeah. How many people realize that their employees really weren't doing anything all day? Yeah. A lot of Twitter employees Six were talking figure to jobs. each other on Twitter all day. Seven-figure jobs. God. Did you see that video of that, of that of that girl that's like uh, did a TikTok about the day in the life of a Twitter employee? Yes. Or did you see that? Yeah. Like the wine wine, on, wine dispenser yeah. on tap. Yeah. Wine on tap. Is it possible to pull that Taking up? Taking a nap. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll we've not done this yet. Yeah, we've not. This is going to be interesting. I'll uh, send this to Noah. Yeah, the... the I don't know. I just get mad when people don't work. Uh, yeah. And I know I'm a workaholic and they shouldn't work as crazy as I do, but people, Noah, can you just, pull that people up? should work. Go to YouTube and um, search for um, a day in the life of a Twitter. Have you employee. seen this? Jamie? I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have. It's worth another watch, though, because it, it is so. We won't have audio. The, the listeners or the, the viewers will have audio, but we'll just right. be on the TV screen behind you. Okay. We'll be able to see it. I love the Hollercast logo, by the way. AI hey, did that. I, I, I kind of guessed. It's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought it was very like apt to now, do the whole AI. Dude, I'm telling you. I topped the word Hollercast, so I did do that. <laughs> I wonder. Put a lot of hard work into I that, did. didn't you? Yeah. I wonder how many folks Chat GPT is doing their job every day. Oh, dude! Right now, you're uh, telling me if you were a marketing s- social like, media coordinators, yeah. like you're telling me if you, you were a it, 15, 16 year old and you, you were just got to drag it up on the to write an paper. essay. Drag you it wouldn't up. do that. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm telling you, it'd be a great essay. We're trying it. We can cut this out if we need to. There we go. All right, yeah. Give me a full screen there. And now you can full screen the video and oh wait, you got to hit the um, sorry. Pause it just a second on the um, the stream deck. Hit um, desktop so you can. Alrighty, is it shook? Do you see it now? Have you seen the Stream Deck foot pedals, by the way? The no. Controller? Yes, they got the foot pedal. I saw I that. I need those. <laughs> okay, so is it on the, the podcast now, the video? Yeah. And we're a little in the corner? I pulled up camera four so we can see all of you. Okay, cool. All right, go ahead. You can start it all over. It's really hard to see for me because my crappy eyesight. I know. It, it is for me, too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look at their lunch. <laughs> Jeez. Developers making a million plus a year. That's unreal, man. Yeah. For a lightweight app. Yoga man. Yoga. I wonder what their meetings are like. What they actually talk about. Plan to take over the world. Right. right. I think at the very end here, it's like, oh... A glass of wine. Wine on tap at, at work. workplace. 
Oh, don't play cornhole. Can you imagine what one of those people would do if they had to come work your job? job? Oh, it's oh my god! At the mine, shoveling <laughs> sand for twelve hours a day, <laughs> wet sand at that. <laughs> Dude, it's unreal, man. There build are days, a, I, but now you see. Yeah. Here, here's what you got. You like something like that, and then you. How do I pull back to the camera? Hit cameras. But they're, they're, on the stream deck. There's something about like. And I think that's where a lot of people I've met in, you know, in the building industry, I made a lot of people that are moving back here. Sure. You know, because it's, you know, buying a house, need to be repaired, you know, whatever. And a lot of these people, you know, I have a friend of mine now that that, his name's Thomas. Shout out Thomas. You know who I'm talking about. But um, him and his wife have been down in Raleigh, and I think they're Mm -hmm. anxious to reconnect with their roots. Mm -hmm. When you go from that to what you have here. Oh, yeah. It's a culture shock. It's well, a culture shock, but I think a lot of people are they're yearning for that mm-hmm. back in their life. They are, and also the cities are a complete disaster. They are. They yeah. are. And I'm in all literal dumpster fire. It used to be San Francisco was horrible, Portland was the absolute worst, and Seattle was the second worst. It's everywhere. Yeah. Austin is just was it's just sad. They cleaned it up because South by Southwest was starting today, and they were they had a lot of construction. They cleaned up a lot, but I mean, when you see dozers moving tents, bulldozers, because that's what it takes. Yeah. It's just disasters, and and they're they're all. Asheville's not right far behind it. Oh, Asheville's horrible. Yeah. Asheville, the, the, two days ago, they uh, had a report. They're talking about the, the problem with downtown is there's no uh, police that, presence. The Asheville yeah, watchdog yeah. article. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm like, curious. I think the second part of that's coming out here soon. That's not going to be a whole. Those guys are they're yeah. spot on, and I'm glad they're doing what I they're doing too. because it is turning yeah. into that kind of thing. You know, you all forget that you wanted to defund the police, right? Mm-hmm. And you said the police presence to go away. Yeah. And you got what you asked for. It creates a power vacuum, yes. and that power vacuum is going to be filled with tyrants who have weapons and violent people, and they uh, have no respect for the law. Yeah. And there's a... Criminals. There's an article a couple months ago that Asheville was rated the, one of the top five worst cities to go mm-hmm. to in America. And that's so sad because it's and five years ago, it was the top place. five best places yeah. to go yeah. to. Yep. You know. But what does that mean for our little town? I think what it means is that there's an opportunity here. Again, great challenges means great opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we have a phenomenal opportunity. Um, Again, I wish I had solutions. These are hard problems, you know. Low education, like I said, people that are struggling, work spending most of their time just surviving, not even Mm -hmm. living. I mean, we got so many elderly people here that live in complete, like... Abject poverty. Just abject People poverty. cannot comprehend yeah. the conditions these forgotten elderly folks are here. And there's these big problems, but employment and all that. But there's opportunity because I feel, and this, you folks kind of um, stir hope, the folks I talk to... I feel that like fire that everybody's getting like, hey, it's us. Mm-hmm. We got to yeah. we got to change this now because if we don't, it's gone. Right. Well, it is up to us. It's up to all of us to make to be the change you want to see. That that's it. And, and and don't don't make demands of what other people need to do for you. 
thousand percent. Don't tell people, well, I would come to town if there was a bowling alley. I would come to town if I had a, a shoe store. Well, open a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Open a shoe store. Show me a business plan that makes sense. I'll yeah. help you get the funding. I don't care. I'll figure it out. And it can be done, but you better have a good damn plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not it's not hard to come up with a good business plan. It's hard to commit yourself to the lifestyle. Yep. Because running mm. a business is a lifestyle. It's not sure. a job. Sure. And we need more young folks with entrepreneurial spirit that are willing to pull up their bootstraps, get off their ass, stop watching YouTube, and go work. Yep. You know? And I will say this. The high school has, I know uh, my son's in it, they, they have entrepreneur classes at the high school. Entrepreneurship 1 and 2. Is that right, Noah? Uh, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Right now. Yeah, he's in the second. Really? Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Good for you, yeah. Noah. I also took a financial business class. So uh, they they all. Yeah, yeah, they sweet. They, there's there's classes there and. Uh, so I back wish, up. They're offering a finance principles of business class at Mitchell High School. Yeah, they offer like business finance. They do uh, entrepreneurship one and two, and they did principles of business, but that changed to financial planning. And they do accounting. They do all of that. First of all, every kid. If any of you have kids see this podcast, every kid needs to be in financial planning. Absolutely. Oh my God. Screw Algebra 3. Yep. Mm-hmm. I even throw out Civ or English 2. Study yeah. financial planning. Yep. Yes. I don't care if you can speak. You better be able to do financial math because yep. the world's getting more expensive and more critical to watch every dime. It blows my mind how many kids, and even me, like I, I graduated high school completely financially illiterate. All of us did. Completely financially my illiterate. My freshman year, we had, and this will date me, and then also give you a good opportunity for some pot shots. I took home ec, and uh, they actually taught us, how to they write a che- they taught us how to write checks. Call it that. But when I, I was a yeah. freshman, and that's probably the most important thing I learned in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just saying, I wasn't the best student. Sorry, that's why I, I do so either. much for this county. I was a terrible, terrible kid. I'm making up for it. There's hope for everybody. There is hope for this county. There really is. And what's first step? First step. First step. Um, I would say the first step would be to bring some kind of job security and jobs, skilled labor, um, bringing people's um, improving their their quality of life to a point where they can enjoy life and support entertainment and things like that. That that's where I would focus um, okay. my energy and time Um because I mean, if if you're working all the time, it, we can we can have all the, the music venues, bars, restaurants, and fun stuff to do here. But if you're working, you know, two jobs trying to survive, you're not going to go support yeah. any of it. You're not going to be able to. Yeah. And I mean, we 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 need to solve affordable housing. We That's need to solve for that now. first before we even consider bringing industry in here because there's. The people have to have somewhere to live. Um, even if they stay here, we bring them in wherever they come from. They got to have somewhere to live. They have to have somewhere to live that's affordable, and uh, they have to. They've got to have something to do. Agreed. 
Agreed. You know, one thing Jeff told me today, you know, trying to keep it on the, you know, on the positive side. Do you know we've got upwards of $70 million worth of new Funding. projects and funding like yeah. pumping into this community. That's right awesome. Now. $70 million. million. Amazing. And people say there's nothing happening. Well, I'll, I'll share this and I can share this because they, they did it work. You know, we had uh, town halls not long ago. Sabelco is uh, dedicated, I think it was a hundred, 90 or a hundred million dollars into the spruce pine plants that they're investing in the next couple of years. Wow. Yeah. And they said they were going to create somewhere around a hundred jobs Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, they said that in the town hall, so I know I can say that publicly, but yeah. They, uh, so we're going to have a lot of job openings at Sabelka now. A lot of them are going to be technical jobs. There's going to be skilled labor, but there's a lot of them are going to require degrees and stuff. And I'm afraid those are going to get filled people, uh, you know, from other areas. But there's going to be a lot of job opportunity and there's going to be a lot of growth within that industry here, too. Well, there could be people moving here. That would be, yeah. You know, not, you know, not that we're, you know, I, we've always, you know, I remember growing up when we were in school, there were always people here that were not from yeah, here's sure. kids that we yeah. went to school always. with that were always because of Sudoku. Yeah. And those people yeah. were valuable members of the community. Sure. sure. You know, and there are people, I even know people, shout out Bethany Channel with, uh, you know, she, her and her husband moved here from, uh, I believe it was Indiana or maybe they were in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Like, um, they bought a house there in the English woods and boy, they have really, especially her has really just invested back in the community. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, appreciate those people that yeah. are out from here. And then that shows you that there's, when somebody moves to the community, that there's a desire that a lot of people have. I mean, look at some of the people that are more involved. A lot of these people are not from here. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people think well, the locals don't want you here. I was born here. Yeah. My parents aren't from here. Right. I know. Therefore, my mom's from and Indiana. And why would you so. not want someone here? I mean, if yeah, that's a misunderstanding. Oh, Here's absolutely. We want anybody who wants to come here and be part of the mountain culture. We want people that are willing to be mountaineers, whatever we define that is. I can't describe it but i know it when i see it i know mm-hmm. what us mountaineers are don't come here and bring where you came from with you come here for here mm-hmm. yeah and we'll, we'll accept it with open arms and that goes for everywhere i mean i wouldn't go to um, los angeles and try to change it into spruce pine no i yeah. mean you know <laughs> no good point no. No, as, as much as i would point. want that to. is a very valid point um you know, you, you leave an area for a reason. You go to another area. You should go to the area for that area. Yeah, and, it, you know, a lot of people, it's funny. When I was, I've was, i spoken very openly and bluntly about the growth, everybody's like, we don't want this to be, you know, Gatlinburg or Asheville. Like, no, I no. want it to be the next Spruce Pine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We want it to be Spruce I just pine. want it to be the reboot of what it can do yep. over again. And again, that's, anything, that's what all of us agree on. Yes, yeah, 100%. Well, again, anything... Sustainable has to be also be organic mm-hmm. and genuine. Yeah, to where it's it from. does. Yeah, you know. But the reality is, in in business and in life, you're either growing or you're shrinking. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And that's just the, and this town's a business. At the end of the day, the county is a business. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, we're going to start getting to that p- point where if we lose people, don't have jobs, don't have income. We won't have fire departments. That's already a struggle right now. I know. Fire department's a huge problem. That's terrifying. What happens when there's no one volunteering to fight fires anymore? 
We had kids in school, and I know you guys did too, that they're beeper on their mm-hmm. back and leaving school to go fight fires. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, that was you the, were yeah. one of them. <laughs> I wasn't, no, no, I wasn't on the department then. I was on Bakersville department briefly after high you. school, but I yeah, no, I wasn't then. Um, I mean, gosh, the West Fears, all of them were. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah they were all of them. There, there was a bunch of kids in school with us that had their pagers going off and they would leave. And some of the teachers too. And a lot of people, especially in your larger cities, don't realize. The, that's a thing. Like, I mean, you live in a, a place like L.A. or San Francisco where there's paid departments. You think, well, that's a job you go to. You get out into rural America, it's all volunteer. It's all volunteer. All volunteer. There may be, what, one paid firefighter position in this entire county? I think county. there is one. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's, that's the it. chief, right? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's that's it. Josh. Not uh, me. It's not me. <laughs> not this Josh. No, no, no. Josh Boone. <laughs> yeah. I think Josh, yeah, Josh still chief. But um, that's scary. It you is. Know, if we start losing too much there is a breaking point yeah you know and i this is not gonna be a popular statement i'm a fan of enforcing the zoning restrictions that are in place in town and making people clean up their buildings making people make them at least not an Mm -hmm. eyesore if it's dilapidated fix it well that's some of the outside criticism that i've heard that i happen to agree with yeah yeah. yeah, I'm a big I fan of like, we got to start finding, you know, and a lot of people are like, we need to find people for littering. Dude, nobody throws trash out their window in front of cops. There's no one to catch it. Right, right, right. Nobody's right. like, yeah, behind me, right. be a ticket. Like, right, right. It, 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 it's a problem, but mm-hmm. the fines are everywhere. They double down when they see it, but you don't see it, no. you know, when it happens. But No, I agree with heavy, you 100%. Heavy, I think we need to start doing really strong adopt a highway programs yeah. to, to make it a marketing thing, sell advertising. So it pays for it and people clean up area. There's, there's solutions for like the littering piece. There's ways to solve for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the zoning piece though, we've got so many areas in town that are just unsafe Yeah, because mm-hmm. the buildings just left sit there. Yep. Yeah. But here's the good news. Lower street is almost all, it's this close to being completely rebuilt from the fires, what's left on Lower Street. That's yep. amazing. There's it's one very building close. left. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. And it it took a long time, but it's there. I Is mean, the door still there? Door's gone. Oh, it fell down a few yeah. years Did ago. Did it? Yeah. Did it? That just shows you I'm a homebody, how much I get out. <laughs> the door was a good marketing campaign. It for really a while. was. I was living in Louisville, and I used to see that all the time. And I'm like, I'm in Louisville, and I know about the door in Spruce yeah. Pine. People be hanging beads and stuff on it all the yeah. time. And I'm like, well, it was a thing. Like, I met people from... You know, all over that just come here to see the door. They were vacating in Asheville or Boone or whatever, and they drove here to see the, just the door. <laughs> it was <laughs> wild. It was you the know, wildest thing ever. That, that's a simple thing to do. Yeah. So let's think about that for a second. So there is a, a fence somewhere in Europe. I don't remember where, but everybody puts a padlock on this fence. Like couples go there and they put a padlock yeah. with their name on it on mm-hmm. this fence and hang it and it shows they're, they're locked in love, right? right simple thing. Right. But there's photos of it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes there to do that. There are, um, I was in, where was I at? 
somewhere in California where Bob Hope lives, Palm Springs lived. I was in Palm Springs and there's all these paintings of wings on all the walls, like angel wings, demon wings, whatever. And people would take selfies and above the wings say Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So people are advertising where they're at for free. Cost you nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you paint these things on there. Now me, I'm an entrepreneur. I would say, Hey, it's the town of Spruce Pine put up these wings sponsored by this business to pay for somebody to paint the wings or put it up and then sell sponsorship for these signs every Mm -hmm. year. So you're making some revenue to keep it up, keep it nice. And then people come Mm -hmm. by and take pictures. Maybe we need to just plant a tree and fabricate a story or make an event to make a story and have a bead tree that everybody hangs beads on or signs yeah. or tags, yeah. whatever, make a thing. Oh, me and you, Jamie, are going to go find that spruce tree. We are going to find that tree and we find it. We're on a quest, by the way. <laughs> yeah, me and Jamie are on a quest to find the original We're going to find the pond. tree. We better do it quick. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. hard to get green. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the, snakes are, the snake's not your snakes. All the other snakes out in the wild. <laughs> I'll go for the yeah. snakes. Yeah. I'll, I'll go control the snakes. the snakes. Find the copperheads. Okay. I ain't seen a copperhead in spruce pine in spruce pine popper in a long time. I've got one. Do you, well, you got well, yeah. yeah you got one here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like African rhino, pit vipers, and stuff or whatever. They ain't in here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I just I let them loose with that. What I got here, yeah. I let them loose in the house. They that keep little, the mouse population. You get real friendly with that little uh, uh, cotton mouth. Dude, he's so cool. Copper mouth. The cotton head. Crazy person. He's so cool. He's got the coolest little personality. He has never struck at me not one time, and I have. You're still I, young. That's all it, <laughs> He's still that's all young. it takes, though. He's it's well. Crowfab's readily available everywhere, and you know if he bite, if he bites me, it's going to ruin my day. But that's about it. You know what he says to me? He's like, "Oh, it'll just be a tissue. It'll ruin my week, but I'll be fine." I'm like. <laughs> He's like, oh, but this one will kill me. It's like a relative thing. Well, this one will kill me. I'm yeah. only going to handle this one that won't quite kill me, but it'll just sort of endanger my life. You know, that's such a spruce pine kind of redneck mentality in a new yeah, way. It's fatalistic. It's all of those. It's fatalistic Appalachian <laughs> culture. It's like Josh's interpretation of "Hey boys, watch this." Pretty right? much. Yeah. It's like you're thinking, "Hey man, watch this." <laughs> exactly. Some of us you like would jump off the train bridge, the the, the pine bridge bridge, and some of us mm-hmm. would go jump off Linville Falls and you handle snakes. It's yeah. all relative. Yeah, yeah, you go. It. It's all good. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it. So, Jamie, tell us about what's going on with the, uh, I know you got a couple of events coming up. Give us the lowdown on the Toe Jam. So, Toe what Jam. You know about that and the 80s prom as well. Yeah, so let me start with the 80s prom. So, it's funny. Um, again, back to that, we're all getting older. And so many of the folks we went to school with, uh, uh, Brett Bullis is putting the organ, putting the whole thing together, and Brett and I worked at WTOE fourteen seventy. Um, I got fired from there for playing Jane's Addiction over a church service. That's a different story, <laughs> but it's a true story. Wow! And like I said, I wasn't the best example of a youth. <coughs> it went from God bless to Jane says real quick. Uh, so that's hilarious. Got in a little bit of trouble, um, deservedly so. I mean, right. Better to burn out and fade away. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was just say, if you're going to get fired, be a fire from TOE is a great story. Right. But um, Brett and I worked there, and, you know, a lot of folks we went to school with never went to prom because they couldn't afford it. I mean, we, mm. so many of us grew up poor. We didn't know if anybody was poor or not because we were all poor, right? Yeah. But um, so he had this idea of this 80s prom thing, and the 80s weekend goes on up there at Banner Elk every year, and it's huge. 
Um, and they decided to do a throwdown 80s prom, and it's going to be all 80s music, killer light mm-hmm. show. I'm going to have video. Uh, I'll be mixing videos of all the um, songs that are, that are playing. The videos will be playing as well. Um, there's going to be some pretty fun dance competitions and whatever. And then Brett's got a fund. He's de- de- uh, donating everything, too. So it's like it's all for a good cause, too. It's, it's just it's going to be a great time there at the Whitson Building. So Toe Jam, I was going to step away. I wasn't going to do it this year um, because I was too busy. And then I got that sting in the back of my neck where I just can't not do something. Mm. So this year, um, I'm rethinking Toe Jam. And while I will feature some local talent, there'll be some limitations um, and expectations around it, which simplistically being able to show up and play classic rock songs isn't going to cut it. You got to have a show. Mm. It's got to be entertainment. Sure. I think that's the thing that's missing from Toe Jam. So I won't go into too much what that's going to mean yet. But I hope it means splitting, spitting blood and fire. So that's awesome. Oh yeah, stepping it up a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, going to, going to. Yeah, and I've, I think I've figured out how to fund it this year, and I, th- I think I can have it inside. Um, I won't say the where yet, but where rain <coughs> won't, threat of rain won't be mm-hmm. an issue. Wow. Okay. So. Maybe a portion of the show will be completely free, and then maybe a portion of it will be ticketed. And the whole goal of Toe Jam, you know, Jeff and I, what our goal was, with uh, we were hoping to build it to a point where we want to have a scholarship for a boy and a, a girl, male and female, from Mitchell High School that goes to music. Mm. Because kids get academic scholarships, they get um, athletic scholarships. Being a, a musician myself, I want to encourage people to do that so we want to and it, we might we thought about it there might not be enough kids for the music piece but there may be arts in general but mm-hmm. people that are trying to expand their life and give them an option so the whole goal is to give 100 percent of our times donated jeff and i work hours and hours on it we there's not a dime made we spend a, a ton of money on it we fund it and the goal is to any if it ever made any money it was all going to be donated 100 percent towards scholarship fund that's wow. awesome so that's the plan that's awesome that's the plan and we've got a little money left over that we store we've always ran things uh the event through the chamber we'd plan it and then they were a non-profit but mm. the goal this year is to make toe jam its own non-profit even though i'm not a big fan of nonprofits. It's just easier if I have a nonprofit, then I can manage the alcohol piece a lot easier. I can manage the scholarship piece if it's set up that mm-hmm. way. Gotcha. So that's the plan we're pushing forwards to. So, um, you know, I, I when I first brought this big concert stage to Spruce Pine, I knew that um, I wanted to step it up. I wanted the locals to feel like they were playing in a big rock show, you know, to be on stage. Yeah. When you're a kid, you want to play in a band, you have the dream of being a rock star and being on a big stage. I wanted to give the locals uh, that experience. And I feel like I did. Oh, sure. Now I want to I want to kick it up another notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I want it to be a, a rock show, a show being the key mm-hmm. component. So yep. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know about exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It's so, <laughs> awesome. The show's the show. It's it's not anyone's fault. It's just there's the expectation was never set, and I think if I set that expectation, people will rise to the occasion. Yeah, right. 
Oh, absolutely. And, and I'm gonna. There's gonna be demo videos for submissions required. Good. And there's going to be bit, a committee. A little bit too far away. Whoop, sorry. I'll get, get all like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be... Uh, if you lean back, uh, just take the mic take with the you. Mic with yeah. you. But yeah. no, it, there's going to be uh, an element of performance is going to be critical. Fantastic. And I'm, I'm, I will say that uh, it won't be limited to classic rock. It might be heavier metal. It might be Michael Jackson. Who knows? There's a lot that could happen. Well, and you know, Katy Perry may be talking about go. I can know. Talking about performance, you know, you know, me, you've been there at the Moon Dust. There's a couple bands. Halloween, dude. The rewind, the rewind. put on a f- show. Yes, yes. Sorry for that. Love you, Lincoln. It's all right. It's all right. But you, it's the truth. Though. Love you, Lincoln. No, yeah. he. It's yeah, just dude, so they're good. so good. And uh, um, that was an incredible. That was one of my more incredible live music experiences I've seen. I love all the guys in that band, but mm-hmm. Andrew, the keyboard player, he, he is, a, is monster. a legend, dude. <laughs> He's a monster. Every band has that magic, you mm-hmm. know. And Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses, it was Slash and. Um, Led Zeppelin, it was everybody. But um, the Rewind, he's the it, the extra yep. thing. Well, he's right. he's a character, too. He like, is a character. Oh, man, it's, it's great. Up there in his socks, sweating his butt off, yeah. sitting there playing with this hand, singing with this hand, and pointing with this hand. And yep. this, his finger-picking style for guitar That's is just like incredible. weird and awesome mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, what are you, you're playing guitar like a bass and uh, just I don't get it, but I loved watch it. Yeah, Andrew's and Mark awesome. is a fun drummer. He's got a great oh, sense yeah. of humor. Yeah, I'm interested to see their new bass player, who's yeah. a Spruce Pinion. Um, I don't know him personally, but I hope that uh, I hope that works out for him. And if it doesn't, down here. maybe my schedule will slow down, and you know I might be able to play bass every now and then. There you right go. Now, just saying. There just you saying. go. <laughs> I've got Andrew coming into the studio to track some stuff this uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow night, he's going to come so down. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah one, you told me about that. Yeah, one of my clients has, has hired him to uh, track some piano stuff for some of his songs, so I'm very excited to have him down to the studio. That'll be awesome. Selfishly, um, this year my band might play Toe Jam. I've never done it because of conflict of interest. I never want to get in the way, but I've n- I've never played a gig in Spruce Pine. Well, man, it's your band. it's your band and it's your baby too. So yeah, I mean, why I've, not? I've thought it's like the whole Perry Farrell, Jane's Addiction, Lollapalooza kind of first <laughs> right, thing, right. That, you know. So I was nah. like, but uh, I think we're going to do probably only four or five songs, but mm-hmm. they're going to be heavy. So maybe we'll Good. close close the show or something. Yeah, because I was thinking about you know maybe doing a little bit of we do a couple originals, but do maybe a. Blind by corn or something just to throw down. Oh, that'd be awesome. Just to throw down. Just because. That would be awesome. So we're thinking a lot of different stuff. Um, I think I'm going to do two stages. We've always wanted to do this. It's just never worked out because COVID, really, the players. But I'd like to have an acoustic side stage, have the main stage. That way, when the set change happens between bands and the main stage, the acoustic band can keep up so the yep. music doesn't stop. Yep. It's right? a non-stop. Keeps going. Yeah. Keeps going. That's an excellent idea. Yeah. So I like that a lot. And I've got the logistics figured out where I can kind of, kind of have an L-shaped format. So if people watching this stage, they just got to turn to the right. And I'll have main set sound booth here for the main stage and then have the sound stage uh, rig separate. Mm-hmm. Two completely independent PAs, mm-hmm. because it, if and they're great sound engineers, Ambrose Sound, who does the sound, mm-hmm. they can get everything in the monitors without being disruptive to the other band playing because mm-hmm. technology and they know what they're doing. 
So, and then they know how how to put the levels on the the mains once it starts playing. So, anyway, long story short, I got a plan. So awesome, very cool. Um, I'm excited, and I want to do something different in the not quite Jim Rose sideshow Lollapalooza crazy. Maybe so. I want to do something else entertainment wise in there, whether it's juggling chainsaws or uh, mm. street performers kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah the really human cool. statue people or break dancers, wh- whatever. I don't yeah. don't have that figured out, but I'd like to have that element also. Yeah. Of right. there. Um, people doing live art. Uh, yeah, I started saying that element of the arts would be yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. just arcing back to everything that's around exactly. here. Exactly. Caricature you know? painting. Uh, yeah, all that. Yeah, people love that kind of yeah, stuff. Or, yeah, or, you know, if I had like a, a couple movable, like, okay, so in my head, I'd like to get like four, four by eight sheets of, uh, I'll say plywood, that won't be the material, but some material, and then have um, groups from the schools do a live aerosol art spray paint mural. Oh, that'd be so Live cool. at Toe Jam getting inspiration from the audience words and again i don't have it all figured out but this is what i'm thinking and then when that's done it could be hung on a building downtown and beautify so cool. the town right yeah. so it's a self-perpetuating thing mm-hmm. very cool so don't have that figured out yet but i want to work with uh, penland and the art teachers from the schools to help me bring that into focus yeah oh, there's some great so people cool. at penland you could uh, i think would definitely be willing to get involved yeah. with something like that that'd be cool well and if i had a live glass blower you know just mm. get people interested in that or um you know even dude even sabelco just do a a, a a mining exhibition history of mining yeah. i don't care what it is yeah. again I, but i'm saying i want another element of interaction stuff because people right. like this band may suck to this mm-hmm. to this ear no i'm not saying the band will actually suck but the interpretation so i may not like that band want right. to do something else there's some or they yeah. need a break from the noise yeah mm-hmm. they got stuff to do so. and of course you're talking food trucks and oh all yeah the other stuff all, and all, all that the, stuff the, the yeah. all that stuff. well jimmy how, how can somebody get in if they wanted to get involved or get in touch with you or wanted to help you dude it, put this off what's a good way to get involved it's really simple Email me, and I say that because I'm on a plane a lot. And if you call and you don't leave a voicemail, I don't know you called. Right. So email me. It's Jimmy Henshaw at Outlook.com. I don't care if people have my email address. It's my name for a reason. So mm-hmm. just email me at Jimmy Henshaw at Outlook.com today. Um, if you're on Facebook, go to Spruce Pine Toe Jam on there. So when are the so, date? When are we talking about a prospective date on it's this? It's going to be October for October? Toe Jam. Yeah, gotcha. I was going to do the historic day was Labor Day, but I love the whole Oktoberfest thing. Oh, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I want to get John um, and... Uh, sorry, home place. You don't know this, John, but we'll talk. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. But I want to get home place involved. I want to get the Ago at Beer Dock involved. And I want to do like Oktoberfest is going to be a component of that as well. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I want to grow that concept. And what a beautiful a time to hit the tourists, you know, to hit the leaf season, yeah. hit well, all that. And again, from a marketing piece, Toe Jam's a great name, but Toe Jam Rocktoberfest has always just had a cool ring to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just like that. And it gives me some more, some more time to plan. Yeah. So that's great, man. At the end of the day. Awesome. That's about it. Sweet. Well, hey, I got one real quick thing. This is no, quick. no, no, no. You're good. This Take one your time. We got all the time in the world. So this is something fun I wanted to do. All right. This is a, this is called a, I don't really have a, an idea for this, but it's an exercise and it's called, we'll call it the vibe. Okay. So I'm going to say 
a word or a couple words, and then you guys give me the first word that comes to mind, only one word okay. to what I say, and then uh, remember the words you say. You might want to write them down if you got a pen or something. <laughs> write, write down your answers so you remember. So I'm going to say a word, and it's a word association, so think the first word that comes to your mind. So okay. first word is spruce pine. And then we'll go through when you're done. Second word, Bakersville. Let me know when you're ready. All right. And if nothing comes to mind, nothing's an answer, just so you know. Third word, local government. That can be town, county, just what first word comes to mind to say here, local government. All right, you only got three more. I only did six. Educational system, local educational system. First word comes to mind. It has to be a single word. Yeah, single word, just one word. I know it's a challenge. This, this, there's a, there's a method to the madness here. What if the word's a compound word? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's what I have. Half There you go. So we'll say two words. That'll okay. be fine. Two words. All right. Fifth word. Future. I gotta wear shades. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the very last one. What is the outcome that you seek? It can be about anything. It can be about the town, the county, your podcast. With what you guys are doing for your part, what is the outcome you seek? All right. All right. So let's start from the top. Spruce Pine. What was your word? Josh Mine. What's that? Mine. Mine. Okay. Chase? Home. Home. Oh, good. All right. So let's, let's expand on that just real, just briefly. Why did you pick that word? <clears throat> I don't know. I have no idea. It's just uh, minerals, mines, mine just came Your career. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah, since I worked at, at one of the mine sites. Um, Yours is self-explanatory, but but just so that sums it up for you. What? Why'd you choose home? It's home for me. I hear you, man. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is for me, too. I tell people, my just quick reaction to both of those, mines, we see them every day. You drive through town, you see the mountain. Love it yeah. or hate it, you yep. see it. It's home. I tell people I spent my entire childhood trying to get away from here, and I spent my entire adult life trying to get back. Dude, me and my girlfriend Laura were just talking about that. And, that, that's, and, I, and uh, my my wife, um, the Jackie, is probably Jackie. more of a hill, hillbilly than I am at this point, you know. Yeah. And when I brought her down here, you would think that she was born and raised here with the rest of us. She acclimated, and for a Detroit girl, that's a pretty pretty big compliment. Sure. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, all right, Bakersville. I had nothing. Yeah, it, the fair. Rhododendron. No fair. That's a good one. Yeah, no, I, I had nothing. The, that you know, I think of Bakersville too. I think quaint. Yeah. Um, but I also think nothing. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I yeah, think me too. I think it's a good thing. I don't get a lot of drama when I'm in Bakersville. I don't no. feel a lot of drama. Right. Uh -uh. You know, it's just like I'm going to stop there and grab a snack before I head up to the Rhone. All right, local government, Josh. Red tape. Who? Accurate. Good old boy. 
<laughs> Thank you and good night. Yeah. Not saying that necessarily covers the uh, the current. I, I you know no that's the, that's been my the, my life experience. It is yeah. everybody's life experience. Both of those yeah. are a thousand percent record because it becomes a good old boy system because no one wants to do it. Right. And they can't do anything because exactly. there's so much red tape. Yep. Exactly. So those are important. Love, I love this. All right. Educational system. I'll start with you this time, Jason. Growing. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Wow. Failing. Oh. I think this is something we need to explore. I think there's yeah. a, I think there's a, there's something there. Yeah. It sounds like y'all need to get some school board members on the podcast. I think we do. I think we do. And have the, reach the out direct to conversation. I think reach the out reason to I, us. I think the reason, a lot of reasons I say that. Is because to be quite honest with you, as a person who went, you know, even when we graduated, which the schools are a th- look a thousand times better than they, they did when we came through. They do. They yeah. do. And, and, you know, at least things are, are mm-hmm. seem to be better funded. I'm not saying that the education is necessarily right. better. But I was quite surprised when I got when I got to college, I took a leadership course, which was supposed to be the kind of the brightest, mm-hmm. the best and brightest at UNCA my freshman year. And I remember they did one of those things where we exchanged our essays and we had to like proofread somebody else's essay. I did like three of them and I was shocked mm. at how much better my spelling, punctuation, really, that's good to know, structure and wow. everything was. Was that not, was that your experience? No. Really? Not at all. Not at all. We need to explore yeah, this. Yeah, we do. All we right, do. what's your word? Oh, yeah, it was failing. All right, yeah, failing. Yeah. Future. Bleak. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely optimistic, unfortunately. Go ahead. Cheers. I said opportunity. Oh, okay. Chase me a little, little bit closer here, Michael. Sorry. All right. That, that's, that, this is why you two are great on a podcast together. you got some oppositional viewpoints. All right, finally. Yeah. yeah, I think we do. Yeah. All right. What's the outcome you seek? Growth and opportunity. Happiness. Oh, I live for both those yeah. things. I'm torn because I'm a hippie businessman. <laughs> I, I wrestle with myself every day. I wake up like, oh, the sun's beautiful. I'm going to go down the river and screw corporate America. And I'm like, I got to get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're on the river answering emails. <laughs> you know what? I drive out to the uh, Alta Pass Orchard Overlook yeah. and work all the time. That's awesome. I got an outlet mm-hmm. in the back of my truck to plug my laptop in. And I just sit there yeah. and do my thing and sometimes I'll be in a conference call and people are like oh I like your background it's a gorgeous background I'm like hey no background that's the real that's world the <laughs> they're like where are you working at I'm like outside my house here in the woods yep but that's good stuff I, the, the word association is something I, I, I like that I do yeah that, I do too I do that at the end of meetings a lot to get people to one to see if they're awake for the meeting but a two to just to see what their vibe is about where we're headed and stuff mm-hmm. so feel free to adopt it I, I, you might yeah, want to ask fantastic. your gates to do word association with your guests and stuff moving yeah. forward so mm. it's, it's a fun thing to do that's really cool because you'll see because if you get the first word people think of is going to draw out really where their head's at mm-hmm. you know so, i yeah. like that jimmy yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be that. fun to fun to do here. Um, and I like that you chose happiness. Uh, I like that. I guess with me, happiness is like my baseline is just happy, so I don't even like think about well, it. You're out there hawking. I th- I I, th- I think you're a little deeper <laughs> you know than that. Saying. I think 
I think growth and opportunities tied to happiness because you want the security of sure. growth and opportunity sure. to maintain happiness. I made a mistake. It's on a black screen. Well, you hit fade to black. Hit the FB, F, FTB button. That's fade to black. Okay. Hang on. I'm trying to fix it. You need an FTW button. You're good. It's all good. Is it still black? Yeah. Hit fade to black. Hit the FTB button. All right, now hit camera one or two, or hit one of the camera buttons. Wait. Aha, there you go. I fixed it. All right. Boom. We're back. <laughs> and we're and back. we're back. It's all right. Our producer, uh, he's still learning, too. This is a learning curve for all of us. But, you know, I, I like the, the fact that this is just raw, and it's, yeah. it's just us growing and making mistakes and messing up. And, I mean, man, these these discussions, they're, they're messy. And... I want that. I like that um, authenticity. I think people crave that when well, they look for information. They crave that because you're you're seeing us. If you're watching this, you're seeing us sitting here working this stuff out and hashing it out in real time. Well, not in real time, but you know, after the fact. But well, if people have a chance to prepare, they will sugarcoat some. Oh, a thousand percent, and mm. and or um, withhold truths they might have said because mm-hmm. they get self-conscious yeah. about yeah. what they say. So the format, I think that's like why Joe Rogan's podcast rules, because he just goes. And oh, that's exactly the what hip. they do. They're just, they just start and talking. I, I like this. I like what you guys are, uh, are doing with this. And I, I do love the, the, the fact that, you know, we're just three rando dudes that grew up here right. in, yeah. in Spruce Pine, yep. different backgrounds, uh, Different perspectives we found out. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all love music, though. Yeah, we do. We all love music. That's what we got in common. But the the different perspectives, that's what makes the world go around. I mean, that's what makes it an interesting and beautiful place. If everybody thought the same, how we were talking about this the other day when we were going to John C. to pick up the table, how boring would it be? How boring would life be? And that's the reason we need, like, there's value in people coming together and to work for a common goal. Yeah, you know it's time we stop. We put our differences aside and start doing something. Uh, agreed good for our yeah. community, for our for our country, for that matter. Yeah, that that's what I say. Criticism is great. Negativity is a waste of everyone's time. Absolutely. And shut up and show up. Yep. And don't complain. Act. Yep. Yeah. If you don't like your situation, change it. Yeah. Well said, Jimmy. Yep. Change I don't it. think we can uh, end on any better either. note than that. But. I don't either. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. Um, please like, share, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We are accepting um, advertisers and sponsors at this point. So if that's something you're interested in, if you want to advertise and work with us, please reach out. Um, I will link that information down below. And uh, yeah, just just share this and, and leave comments Please continue the discussion in the comment section because we want to hear from everybody. We want to know what everyone's perspective is. Um, this is not just a conversation between three people. This is really a conversation for the county and surrounding area at large. Yeah, we, for the we, community. Yeah, for the entire community. We want you all to be a part of this. And um, if you have ideas for guests or you want to come on the show, if you have some stuff you want to talk about, please reach out. Again, my contact information will be linked down below. And um, until then, peace out.